Welcome to the Eastside Church Podcast. We're a community-driven church based in Charlotte, North Carolina, and invite you to join us on Sundays at 9 or 11 a.m. For more information, visit our website, eastsidechurch.co. Well, I want to give thanks for you all prayers for the little health turn that I took uh, this month. I want to thank you. I'm on the road of recovery, and uh, the tests... The tests come back with uh, no cancerous. I thank God for family. Amen. So, Father, we just thank you for the word of God. We thank you for the anointing. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. That you would pour through vessels. That you would speak through people. We thank you, Lord God, for the word in due season for this now hour, for this season of shift that you are taking place in this hour. Lord, everything in this time is in your hands. Everything in this world is in your hands. We are in your hands. The evil are in your hands. You have the world in your hands, Lord. And you are about to do something in a greater way, and you're including us. We thank you for this Eastside Church, Lord. We thank you for the pastors here, Lord God. We thank you for every dot and tittle, everybody who does everything and everything from A to Z. I bless this congregation in the name of Jesus. I bless it in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you for, according to Matthew 7, Lord God, that you said that we who hear your words, Lord God, will listen to your words and obey them. We will be like a solid foundation that when the winds come and the winds blow and the hurricanes come and the winds blow toward us, we will not sink. We will not go under because, Lord God, your word is a solid foundation. And we thank you for it, Lord, in Jesus' name. I want to piggyback on what uh, had happened Sunday when a visitor came and uh, presented a word that uh, there's a coming move of God and about Monday, uh, midday, uh, the word uh, divine shift dropped in my spirit. And that divine shift is uh, God's changing hand upon the times that we are in. And that shift takes us to a place of different position. That shift takes us to a place of being able to move with God. But it takes a willing heart. But it takes a willing heart and a believing heart to see what God is doing in this hour. We've already heard confirmations. It's important that you understand the season in your life. Seasons come and seasons go. If we don't understand the seasons in our life, we will lose that moment in time. It'll come back, but we will have to realize that the season in our life and that we must see God in that season. We must see God in our circumstances. When I was laid back uh, with the pain last, uh, the last couple of weeks uh, in the mid beginning of uh, October, I had to see God in my circumstance. I had to see God in, in, in the situation. And we, we, we don't do that on a day-to-day -day basis. And we have to get back to looking to Him. We have to get back and looking to Him and shifting our eyes back on Him. If you don't do this, you will find yourself doing the things that are 
are conductive to what God wants us to accomplish in our life. I have experienced in my own life frustrations and got ahead of God and, and, and it was not the season for him to do something through me, but to do something in me. I spent a year almost stepping back because I knew that God had to do something in me. But times in the past, years ago, I've missed opportunities for him doing something in me when I always used to think that he had to do something through me. So you have to understand the seasons in your life. I don't know what you're going through. If you're going, maybe everything's going cool. But I want you to know that if things aren't going good, God's in it. If things are going good, God's in it. Just look for him. Look for him. So in this divine shift, I want you to turn to Daniel, please. Chapter 2. I feel very strongly in my spirit that we are once again coming into an opportune time for advancing the kingdom of God in America. I'll say that again. I feel very strongly in my spirit that once again we're going to see the opportunity of the kingdom of God in America. We're looking for a third great awakening in this, in this country. A third great awakening. But it takes us to join up with what God's doing. Let the name of the Lord be praised forever. For the wisdom and the might are his. Verse 21. I'm sorry. Chapter 2, verse 20 and 21 and 22. In the book of Daniel. Blessed be the name of God forever and ever. For the wisdom and might are his. Verse 21. And he changes the times. He changes the times and the seasons. He removes kings and raises up kings. He gives wisdom to the wise and knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and secret things. And he knows what is in the darkness. And the light dwells with him. As I reflect on this particular passage, I see that the shifting things in the spirit over this city. I see the shifting things over America. I see the shifting things over this world. I re realize that the prayers of the saints and the, we're making a difference. We're moving in an opportune time for great advances, perhaps revival in America. As I said, I feel very strongly in my spirit once again that we're coming into an opportune time for advancing the kingdom of God. We must, however, learn to recognize and properly respond to the divine shifts in our own lives. Moments when God changes times and seasons. This is called a chronos moment. These are called general times so that we can go move into the kairos times the strategic or appointed times. These shifts from plowing, standing and believing, persisting prayer to walk into new open doors to strategic opportunities can quickly spring forth. Overnight, it might seem. It transformed dry times into rivers, barrenness into fruitfulness, and the way where there was no way, 
there will be a way. You may find yourself in a long season of waiting, like Abraham waiting for Isaac, or in the life of David waiting for the throne. Stay the course, he says. Stay the course, he says. I believe that there's a divine shift, a season of radical change and great harvest. Entire cities will be transformed. Entire s sectors of society will be reformed. As David in the field, Moses in the desert, Daniel in the place of prayer, God was preparing pioneers and deliverers and reformers in the Kronos moment. Are you one of those people God's preparing now? Do you know whether God's preparing you? It's time to find out. It's time to take the shift and position yourselves to hear from God again. Take the shift in your daily activities. Take the shift in your routine. Take your shift in your circumstances. Take the shift, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. God is in the midst of it. And he wants to do great things in you and through you. Do I have an amen? Are you with me? Amen. So we need to position ourselves. We need to prepare rightly. Pastor came up with the word prepare. We need to prepare rightly in these chronos times, in these mundane times, in the times that maybe we're not seeing anything happen. Because if we don't look to Jesus now, we, learned up, we end up frustrated. If we don't look to Jesus now, we end up being disappointment, disappointed. And disappointment shuts us down. Let's open up to the book of 2 Timothy, please. Chapter three. I'm reading this particular passage just to make a, a certain point. Um, it's not really the main text, but I just want to have you uh, see something here. The perilous times and perilous men that we're living into right now in this very moment around us. It says on verse 1 in chapter, 2 Timothy chapter 3, But know this, that it's the last days. Perilous times will come, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient parents, and unthankful and unholy, unloving, unforgiving, and slanderous without self-control, brutal and despisers of good, traitors and head, headstrong, haughty, and lovers of pleasure rather than the lovers of good, or the rather, rather the lovers of God. This shift is going to happen right in the midst of this. This shift that's coming is going to happen right in the mix of what looks like a mess. What looks like the darkest hour. This is the time where God's going to show off. He's raising the body of Christ up in such a way that they're going to shine greater than the first church did. You're getting this. Are you getting excited about this? Am I talking to what here? A Mormon church or what's up here? Are you guys excited? Can I hear a Jesus? Jesus? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. I know in, I'm talking to the men mostly, but this is for the church. It's for the body. Amen.
Please open your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 12. And I would prefer to read this out of the J.B. Phillips translation. Verses 1 through 4, please. And I'm going to read out of the J.B. Phillips translation. I just read the, the, the perilous times. I just read something that's happening right around us now. But this is where Jesus steps in, and he wants us to look up. And he wants us to see. He wants us to know. In verse 1, Surrounded then, as we are by these serried ranks of witnesses, that serried word means a, a close knit of people standing together. This is what standing up here on the cloud of witnesses. Let us strip off everything that hinders us, as well as the sin which dogs at our feet. Let us run the race that we have to run with patience, that our eyes are fixed on Jesus. Our eyes are shifted to Jesus in the midst of everything. Our eyes are shifted in the midst of our circumstance. Our eyes are shifted. As we want to shift and we position ourselves, he will shift and do great works through us. Are you getting that? Amen. Hallelujah. Pray. Our goal, our, our, Jesus is source of our faith and our goal of our faith for he himself endured a cross, thought nothing of the shame because of the joy that he knew that would follow his suffering. That's key. We need to know that there's a winning end. We need to know that the, the book is already finished on the other side, that we are already winners. There's no losing in this battle. 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 As long as we fix our eyes on him. That he is now seated at the right hand of the throne. Think constantly on him, enduring all that sinful men could say against him, and you will not lose your purpose or courage. It's important that anyone who's prophetic to pay attention to the people that are around them. Because a prophetic word in somebody's life, like take courage, when they looking like they are not in courage. When you say take courage, at that moment, their life will be changed into a moment's time because of the prophetic word that you spoke into their lives. Are you getting that? So if you look and you see somebody downtrodden, when you look and you see somebody not doing very well on the outside, they're sitting down on the inside, be bold enough to go up and help them and speak the word of God, take courage, fear not, for God is with you. Not a lot of us are doing that today, but we need to come back to the place of bringing encouragement to the body of Christ, building Building, 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 building encouragement in people. That's what our job is, to build encouragement in people. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Praise be to God. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Let's turn to... So, if you're not looking at him daily, disappointment, oppression, confusion, unbelief causes our fire and passion to wane and weaken. Not because we have an evil heart, it's because of weariness. Let's turn to Daniel chapter 7, please. This is another verse that I have kind of pondered over the years that encouraged me so many times, and I hope that it will encourage you. And I believe that this is the time and season that as the Lord is causing this shift to take place in his time. He wants us to be ready for it. In verse 21, in chapter 7, verse in Daniel, <clears throat> Daniel speaking, he says, I was watching the same horn was making war against the saints, prevailing against them, wearing them down. And I know that many of you prob probably are being worn down Maybe just a couple, but it doesn't matter. But through the body of Christ I'm talking about. We're being worn down. We're being worn down. But here's the perfect answer in, this, in the next verse. Here's our deliverance in the next verse. It says they were making war against the saints, prevailing against them until the, until the Ancient of Days came and a judgment was made in favor of the saints of the Most High God. And that time came for the saints to go and possess the kingdom of God. The Lord is shifting to bring judgment in favor of us so that we can advance the kingdom of God. Amen? So I, I want to speak to the men just for a minute in a couple of statements that I have, have in my heart. <clears throat> men, take this time up in the mountains to prepare. Position yourself. Ask questions. Ask questions like, am I flexible for change, Lord? Is there a shift that I need to take place in my life? <clears throat> What's your plan for me? What are you saying now? Shift me into the place and the plan that you have for me. My personal destiny is connected to corporate destiny. Your personal destiny is connected to corporate destiny. This Eastside Church is your corporate destiny. Each one of you has a personal destiny connected to this destiny at Eastside. And that's how we're going to succeed to advance the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. So, <clears throat> in this general times, the Kronos times, prepare yourselves, position yourselves, so when the Kairos moment comes, you'll be ready.
when I met my wife, <clears throat> the Spirit of the Lord was so over all of the, our connecting together. And he had said to us that these are Kairos moments for you. And in these Kairos moments for you, you're going to set Kairos moments for others. So I'm releasing a Kairos moment in your life right now in Jesus' name. The Kairos moment that suddenly is that are going to come upon you through the Spirit of the living God is going to come upon you. The places of dryness that you were in are not going to be dry anymore. The places of discouragement that you were in are not going to be discouragement anymore. There's, a, there's a going to be a shift and a focus that you're going to start to see the Lord again in a different way, in a fresh way, and a fresh anointing will come upon you, and it's going to help not only you, but it's going to help your neighbor. It's not only going to help your neighbor, but it's going to help society and if it's not going to help society and then it's going to reach the world and then it's going to reach to Charlotte it's going to go off off into all the parts of the world but we have to do our part we have to do our part this change and shift If you're not experiencing the glory of God, if you're experiencing disappointment, there's a key uh, element that you're probably uh, fishing on the other side of the boat. In Peter's life, he was a fisherman. I'm not a fisherman. I'm probably just a preacher. I don't know. I don't fish. But anyway, Peter was a man of God. But he got disappointed in his time with Jesus. When Jesus got resurrected and so forth and so on, he just said, I'm going fishing. I'm, uh, you know, he got discouraged. He didn't look to Jesus in his moment of time, in his moment of circumstance. But Jesus appeared to him and said, Peter, cast your net on the other side. He learned to listen to the voice of the Lord. Learn to listen to the voice of the Lord again. Cast your net on the other side and you'll start to see the abundance of harvest that God has prepared for you in the Kairos moment. And the blessings that you receive in your Kairos moment, that you put your mat on the other side, is going to be just enough and more than enough to be able to pass it through to the next body, person in the body of Christ. Because your fresh word, your now word, is going to be fresh to somebody else. So whatever God is speaking to you in a fresh way, that's when you start to help somebody else. Because that's where people get set free. That story is in John 21 verse 5 and 6 due to time I will not turn to that right now Peter represents many of us today we are fishing from the wrong side of the boat fishing out of disappointment few of us today have no idea that a shift is coming a Kairos moment or appointed time is coming God wants us to position ourselves to be willing to shift when he changes to impact our world this coming shift and change is vital to our transition into God's new era of revival. This new season of shift 
can only come if we prepare. If we prepare for this to bring your attention back onto him in your day-to-day, your now-to-now circumstances and life. It's important to see God in the midst of your new now circumstances. Allow him to speak to you personally. As I said, our corporate destiny is only linked up when we are personally following our destiny. Shift is coming. It's time. If you want to fish from the right side of the boat, then you'll start to be productive. You'll only have to believe and be willing, and God can fill your nets to overflowing. Stop fishing out of disappointment. That's the wrong side of the boat. Listen to his voice of success, the right side of the boat. God's call on my life, I was in a major time in my life where I was disappointed. I thought the call of God was lost in my life. So I know what it's like to fish on the other side of the boat. I thank you for each side because I'm fishing on the right side of the boat now. Amen. Amen. This church is going in a very good direction. I like it very much. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So I want to decree over your lives. I want to declare over your lives. I don't know. Only the Lord knows where where you're at with him. But I want to decree that the weariness upon you will be lifted up in Jesus' name. Lifted off. Refreshment is coming to position to prepare us to step into our Cairo season. Oppression, confusion, unbelief that has come, that which caused our fire and our passion to wane. Because of evil, not because of evil hearts, because of weariness. And that right now, I declare and decree be broken off your lives in Jesus' name. So, Lord, we just thank you for this coming shift in our lives. Please turn to Jude as we close. This is our mandate. Jude 20. Actually, we'll start at verse 17. I'm reading out of the J.B. Phillips translation again. To be forewarned is to be forearmed. To be forewarned, the Lord is forewarning us so that we can be forearmed. He's getting our attention to pay attention to his voice in this strategic hour of shift. Now do remember, dear friends, the words of the messengers of Jesus Christ give beforehand when they said that they will come in the last days mockers who will live according to their own desires. These are men who split communities and who are led by human emotions and never led by the Spirit of God. Verse 20. But you, dear friends of mine, you, dear friends of Eastside, build yourselves up in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. 
Keep yourselves within the love of God. Keep yourselves in the love of God. Keep yourselves in the love of God. That's how we prepare. That's how we position ourselves, by keeping ourselves in the love of God. Wait patiently for the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ, which will bring you life eternal. There are some, of you, there are some whom you must pity because of their doubts. Some of you must be saved by snatching them out of the fire. But there are others whom you must pity, which the utmost caution, hating the very clothes which their deeds have been stained and soiled. <clears throat> now this is encouragement for you all. Now unto him who is able, I said now unto him who is able, I said is he able? Yes. Is God able? Yes. I don't think so. Is God able? Yes. Is God able? Yes. Amen. He's able. Amen. Now unto him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you before his glory without fault without and with unspeakable joy to the only God our Savior, to the glory and majesty and power, to the authority through Jesus Christ our Lord before time was, now and all the ages to come. And all the church said, Amen. So, Lord, we thank you for giving us a, a, a heads up to what you're doing for us and through us. Those of us who have not positioned ourselves, help us to position and shift. Let us know how to shift. Let us know how to prepare ourselves in this hour. Let us hear the word of God like we've never heard it before. Let us let the word speak and read us like we've never been read before. Lord, help us to be obedient in this hour like we've never been obedient before. Lord, help us to put away the things that have been uh, stealing our time. Help us to put away the things that are, uh, are just mundane and, 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 and no fruitfulness in it. Help us to come to a place, Lord God. Help these men when they go up to the mountain, Lord God, to be able to hear your voice in a fresh way. I declare that, that, that the hustle and bustle and chatter of, 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 of things that don't need to be said will, will cease and desist and that the word of God will be spoken so that the Lord will have his ear down and say, they're talking about me. Oh my God, they're talking about me. So that means that I'm going to have to move upon them. An unprecedented way, in unexpected ways, he's going to speak to you men. So think it not strange that it's out of the ordinary. Think it not strange that it's out of the context of your trip. For the mountain of the Lord will speak to the hearts of men who are hungry and the hearts of men who are thirsty. I ask you for the anointing of God to speak to these men, Lord God, in a great, great, great way. And we thank you for the testimonies, Lord God, and helping them to realize, to help them to fish on the right side of the boat. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thanks for listening to the Eastside Church Podcast. If you have any questions or need more information, visit our website, eastsidechurch.co.